Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. I'm Pastor Miller and I'll be your host for about the next 19 minutes or so. And we've been sharing with you for several episodes uh, some salvation stories, people uh, telling their experience when how they got saved, when they got saved, and me telling of some experiences of people that I saw get saved. Today is going to be just a little bit different. I have uh, uh, with me here Caleb Cornett, who is also my oldest grandson. And uh, he is the son of Doug Cornett, who is a pastor in Richmond, Indiana. Also, uh, Caleb and was a evangelist child for most of his life. His father evangelized for many years full-time in the ministry before he started pastoring. I think this is the third church he's pastored. Is that right, Caleb? Yes. Third church he's pastored. And he's doing great work there now in Richmond. But I'm going to ask Brother Caleb to share his uh, story of when and how that he got saved. Brother Caleb? Well, um, like many preacher's kids and evangelist kids, you know, you travel all over the country and you sit in church and you act right and you know exactly what is expected of you. You know how to dress, how to act, how to how to how to play the part you're supposed to play. Um, and so I I always done that. Always made sure to do that. Um, and I do believe that, you know, as parents, you should require your kids even before they, they reach the point of salvation or, or whatever it may be, even if they never accept Christ until they move out of your house, you should require them to go to church and, and act a certain way. Uh, but I acted that certain way. And, and I don't think I ever did anything super bad necessarily that would lead to a testimony that some people have. Um, <clears throat> But I believe I was uh, 14 years old, and I went with my dad to a day service of um, a local camp meeting in Alabama. And I wish I could remember the name of the pastor. I, I can't remember. I would know his name if I heard it. But the preacher that preached, I've never heard him preach before Before that, never heard him preach since then. In fact, I don't ever think I've seen him since then. His name was David Lance. And David Lance preached that morning on... God help me. And that was the title that he preached on. And I can remember at a teenage teenager at that point, like a lot of teenagers do, um, you, you fight with not knowing what life holds for you, not knowing what direction your life should go. You fight with, you know, a lot of insecurities as a teenager. Um, and, and I had those like most teenagers do. And that message was, a you know, was a lot about letting God the one true way to get help with the problems in life, the one true way to find solutions in life isn't anything that you can do, isn't anything that your parents can do or your friends can do. The only person that can really change your life and help your life is God. And that uh, 
you know, that day uh, when he made altar call, I went up and prayed and got saved. And that was the, that was the day that I finally, you know, I had lived a good life, really. You know, I hadn't done anything bad, but that was the day I finally truly accepted Christ was on that morning. So actually, even though you was a, a preacher's son, and even though you uh, lived in his home, and you travel all over the country going from church to church. And actually, you probably was in church most most days of your life. Is that correct? Yeah, I would say so. Because uh, Brother Doug Cornett was a pretty popular evangelist and preached a lot of meetings and a lot of youth camps, camp meetings, revivals. But, you know, some people think if you're raised in a, a preacher's home, that everything's going to be okay. And you don't really need to do anything because, you know, dad's a preacher or so on. But even though your parents may be uh, Christians and they may even be preachers of the gospel, I mean, it comes down to this. Every single person has to repent for their self because on that day when you stand before the Lord, you'll stand for yourself, and uh, mom, dad, aunts, uncles, or any close friends or anybody else, they can't really do it for you. You must uh, repent and give your life to God and accept Christ for yourself. And uh, like in this particular case, uh, I already told you, this is my grandson, and uh you know, I never, I was a typical grandpa. I never seen the faults that was there or the uh, problems that was there, but uh, I knew they were there because if you're human, there's sin that has to be repented of. And uh, everyone have, has to come the same way. So uh, is there uh, anything else you want to share about your experience uh, with the Lord? I think that um, my coming of age, I think coming of age spiritually where you finally realize that you are a sinner, you know, most, we know that three and four year olds don't understand. I think a lot of times there's a point in our lives where we realize you're not a Christian. A lot of people I've heard that it's seven, eight years old. I think mine came a little bit later um, because of what you just said, having so many family in the ministry, going to church so much. I had never really thought about the concept of me not being saved. And probably until I was 11 or 12, it never really crossed my mind that I could potentially not be saved because I hadn't actually given my life over to the Lord. So it was a little bit different because of being a preacher's kid that I just expected that I already was because we went to church so much, because my family had a lot of preachers and stuff in it that, you know, I just had that assumption in my head, which, you know, eventually... God knocks on your heart and lets you know that you're not right. And and then, you know, you just have to open up and submit yourself to him. Exactly. I know, uh, I know it's a, maybe a little humorous, but I actually talked to someone probably about a week ago and, uh, they too was raised in a, a preacher's home, a pastor's home, actually. And I was talking to them about, uh, uh, when they got saved, and I'm constantly trying to ask folks because of this 
these episodes were doing about uh, when they got saved. And they actually kind of uh, smiled and said, you know, what was funny about um, my life, uh, they said, I never realized hardly that I was lost. <laughs> they said, because, you know, we was in church so much and uh, my father being the pastor and uh, said, when I went to church all of my life, I, that's all I knew. So all I remembered was church. And that person was telling me, it was a, a young lady. And she told me, she said, I was probably, I think she said 12 or 13, and said, one day uh, there was a sermon preached uh, about uh, people getting saved. And she said, she actually looked over at her mother and said, am I saved? And she said, I know it sounds humorous, but she really didn't realize it because she said, we never, I never went out and experienced uh, sin as far as bad things or anything like that. But she finally realized that her mother said, no, honey, you have to pray. You can't go on, on daddy's experience. And she said, that was the night that I realized I had to give my life to Jesus for myself. So I'm very proud of uh, Caleb and and I asked him because he's he's moved to Florida on us and uh, he's in for a visit. And so I wanted to get his uh, personal salvation story today. Also, I wanted to share with you a little bit about uh, what God is uh, uh, laid upon his heart. And I asked him before the podcast if he would share this with us. And he he had a burden to uh, start a podcast himself. And I'm going to ask him to uh, uh, tell uh, his burden and the title of it and so on and where you can where you can get this podcast. I want to recommend it too. It's a a very good uh, podcast that I think that uh, every Christian ought to listen to. So, Caleb, would you want to share with us about uh, your burden for that what, and, and how you started it and where they can listen to it? Yeah, um, the name of the podcast is Send Me, and um, that is from the Bible Scripture. I want to pull that up here. Um, I hate to try to quote things and mess it up. The scripture where it says, also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, here am I, send me. And um, that that scripture has meant <clears throat> a lot to me through my life because um, I think so often <clears throat> we, um, as people and as Christians, we wait to hear some type of audible voice before we make any movement, before we want to do anything for God. And sometimes our prayer should be, I believe, Lord, give me something to do. Send me somewhere where I can help people and where I can make a difference. And uh, the Send Me podcast talks a lot about politics. We're going to talk about education and business, places where I believe Christians can make a difference. You know, I think a lot of times as young Christians, and you see this at youth camps and stuff, and as a pastor, I'm sure you've had this experience where young Christians come back and, and young men come back and, and they all 
believe the only way they can really do something for God is to preach. And there's nothing wrong with being a preacher, and it's great if God puts that on your life. But there are so many things Christians can do other than preach or sit in a pew to be involved in the world around us. And Send Me is all about um, inspiring people and motivating people to pray that prayer in politics, in our culture, in our society, in our family lives, um, in any way possible, because there's not enough Christians involved in those things. And um, I quoted a statistic on my last podcast uh, from Barna Politics about, in 2016, what they called born-again Christians, only 31% voted. Voting is something so easy in America that we can do, and it can have a profound effect on our culture and our society. But if nearly 70% of born-again Christians don't feel the need to vote, then we're going to see things go in a way that we don't want them to go. So we have to be involved in more things as Christians to see an impact in America and across the world. And so the podcast is just mainly to focus on people who have done that so that they can, like Ben Baker and uh, Rodney Eldridge, who have been uh, in politics as Christians, to be an example to other Christians that you can do this, you can make a difference in your community, in your state, in your country, in other ways. And so I hope that we're able to do that. Now, Ben Baker, uh, he is a uh, from Missouri, and is he a what is his exact title? Do you do you know? Uh, a state senator. A state House. senator, yeah. yes. And then uh, Rodney Elders was a uh, county court clerk and has held other positions in Kentucky. So, yes, and uh, uh, so like Caleb was saying there to you a minute ago, uh, some folks think, well, the only thing I can do is to uh, be in the ministry as form, in, in the form of a, a minute preacher or uh, some kind of church leadership, but there is many other things we can do. And uh, uh, I think this uh, podcast that he has is a great podcast. We are talking about salvation stories, and we're talking about once uh, Caleb had received the Lord in his life, once he had become a Christian, he wanted to do something for the Lord. And uh like you say, didn't feel like God had called him to preach, but he wanted to do something to make a difference. So when you get saved, uh, you should try to do something uh, to try to be a help, whether that's uh, backing the church, praying for the church, uh, even cleaning a church, whatever it is. But I like I like what his burden is uh, and how he's sharing it on this podcast trying to encourage folks to get out and do their civic and moral duty. And I think that is a uh, a great and an admirable thing. So now, where can they, uh, tell them how they, where they can listen to this podcast and the easiest one and how to pull it up. Um, the easiest one and the only platform we're on at the moment, so it's definitely the easiest one, is uh, YouTube. Um, and if you just put in, send me, um, that is the name of the podcast. It can be a little bit hard to find. So if you put send me Christians and politics, it should come up in the first page. So send me Christians and politics. Um, that should bring it up. And I hope everyone does go out there and, and watch the channel. And hopefully 
we'll find a way to encourage you um, and to learn from each other to pray the prayer, send me. Amen. I think that's a, I think that's a, a great thing and very proud of Caleb in this uh, new endeavor that he's uh, doing for the Lord. And uh, I personally uh, have, have watched this and uh, it's a very, very good uh, podcast. So if you get a chance, please go to YouTube and look up Send Me Christians and how's it again? Christians in Politics. Christians in Politics. So yes, I believe you can be a politician and be a Christian. I, I believe you can be a Christian and and uh, get involved and try to make a difference in whichever way uh, that you can. I think it's very important. So it's been a real pleasure today, Caleb, to uh, to interview you. And I've watched this young man as he's come up through his life, uh, ever since he gave his life to the Lord. And uh, he's a very, a very good young man. He's got a wife and uh, three children and uh, working for the Lord and trying his best to get the message out any way uh, that he can. So uh, I encourage you out there, if you if you have given your life to God and you have become a Christian, then don't just sit there. Don't just stay there. Uh, pray, seek the Lord, talk to your pastor and try your best to say, I'll be available. I'll do something for the Lord. And I believe if you pray, God can and will show you uh, what you could do to help make a difference. Actually, I don't think that uh, uh, your podcast was really on your heart or God didn't really speak it to you to what maybe, how long ago? Um, it's something I have been praying about and thinking about for the last six, seven, maybe eight months. Um, and then, you know, we finally decided to go ahead and do it. It's, it's one of those things where I was really nervous and really... Uh, not sure if I would be able to do it, but I believe through God's help that we'll we'll take the steps and that he can help us to use this to motivate his people and encourage his people. Yes. Amen. All right. So uh, we appreciate you listening in to us today. And uh, we're just so thrilled that you decided to share part of your morning with us. And um, this is Pastor David Miller. And we just want to uh, wish you a great day today. Hope everything uh, is great at your house where you're living. And just pray that the Lord's blessings will be upon you and your family. So I hope you have a great rest of your day. To our next podcast, we'll see you then. Mm-hmm.